The Garbage Hour is brought to you by the White House Correspondents Association. That's it. That's all I have to say. They took her post off Facebook Cause some men thought it was rude But she still got a thing or two To say to all those shitty dudes Here on the garbage hour Don't take it personally As we smash the patriarchy here on the garbage, here on the garbage, here on the garbage hour. Welcome to the garbage hour. I continue to be Megan McGuire. Well, we did it. As of Thursday, we survived the 30-day ban. How long will she last back on Facebook? Stay tuned. I'm probably not done. So this week, I'm late to the White House Correspondents' Dinner, and I don't really want to hop on the Michelle Wolf train. I mean, I do, because she fucking slayed the dinner and stirred up controversy by calling a liar a liar. So it reminded me why comedy can be important. Also, it taught me that maybe everyone hates Kellyanne Conway. But I'm starting there with Michelle Wolf because... I couldn't talk about it on Facebook until four days after it happened, so, like, we're, like, four news cycles late, and, like, Donald Trump's doctor... Never mind. (laughs) People were upset with Wolf because of her attacks on Sarah Suckabee Handers. I mean... Oh, wait, no, I read that correctly, yeah. I, uh, don't want to get stuck in the Twitter outrage loop on this one, uh, you know, like... How dare she? How dare you say how dare she? And uh, how dare you? How dare you? Until we all, like, die. Instead, I want to talk about why it's okay and fucking necessary to make fun of women in power and hold them accountable for their actions. So I want to talk about the women in power in the Trump administration. Specifically, I'm going to touch on Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Kellyanne Conway, and Ivanka Trump and just how insidious they are, and why we should be allowed to make jokes about them. I mean, first things first. The collective action to victimize Sarah Huckabee Sanders actually did not come from her. It came from everyone else. You know, suddenly the internet was like, show some respect, don't comment on her looks, which weren't really mentioned. It ignores the fact that the criticism of Sanders was, I don't know, warranted. She has flat out lied to the press and berates the press on a daily basis. And as such, she lies to the American people. And honestly, that it takes a comedian to call her out on it in such a public forum is bananas. I don't think the press should have to stay ingratiated to the press secretary if she is a lying liar. Okay. So, and then on Tuesday, Kellyanne Conway went on Fox News to stoke the garbage fire with some of her word vomit, posing the question, isn't an attack on one woman an attack on all women? And the simple answer is no. And the more complicated answer is fuck no. It's important to note that we're not criticizing Sarah or Kellyanne because they're women. We're criticizing them for being complicit in the Trump regime that lies to the American people. If we were never allowed to attack women, then I would never be allowed to say anything. 
If Kellyanne really believes what she says, then why is she working for a man who brags about sexually assaulting women, who makes fun of women's looks, who profits off women's low self-esteem, Miss Universe pageant, and whose election launched a huge fucking mobilization of women at the women's marches? Or perhaps Kellyanne Conway is selective in her outrage. Listen, I know it's not an attack on all women because I don't want to be lumped in with Kellyanne and Sarah and Ivanka. To quote another woman who likes to play the women gotta stick together card, I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative. It is sexist to imply that one woman, or even two whole women, can represent all women. And it is sexist to make an attack on a person's actions and complicity in a corrupt and bigoted administration just about her gender. Sarah Sanders is so much more than a woman. She's a woman who works for Donald Trump. And the Trump administration as a whole hurts me, like pains me to my core. Why do these cabinet members need such expensive chairs? Has Betsy DeVos found a way to get rid of grizzly bears in Wyoming schools? And did Ben Carson ever find his luggage? But the women of the Trump administration pay me more and in a more specific way. They pay lip service to women without ever doing anything for women. They got to where they are by slandering a woman, and they silenced Donald Trump's accusers on the regular. And where they direct their sarcastic air quotes, feminism, is only to the issues that reflect upper-class white women. And do you all remember 400 years ago, when I was just 22 years old and so naive, when everyone was writing think pieces about how they hoped that Ivanka Trump would be a moderating force on her father? Well, surprise, she hasn't been. But also, was she ever going to be? Surprise again! The answer is no. Being a moderating force does not mean wishing us a happy Black History Month and Women's History Month and Pride Month on Twitter while she says nothing about the actual policy. She has no influence on anything, moderating or otherwise. Now, what policy has Ivanka actually pursued? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you so much for asking. Ivanka has been vocal about advocating for working mothers. She herself is a mother of three children and vowed to work on fighting gender equality with Donald Trump, calling him a champion of working women. <laughs> okay, wow. Wow. Ivanka Trump should do the White House Correspondents' Dinner next year because that is rich. Ivanka's whole brand is built on this nebulous idea of the working mother. Her shoe brand is all for women who stomp down the halls of her ad firm, but also pick up children. In fact, her 2017 book is called Women Who Work. It is a collection of word salad, a low-calorie lunch for the working woman, about women architecting their lives to find self-actualization through a work-life balance that is taken directly from the inspirational quotes page on brainyquotes.com. And to be clear, I have not read the book. I've read quotes from it and synopses of it, and I would not be able to look my local librarian in the eye in the predominantly Hispanic neighborhood where I live if I were to pick up Ivanka Trump's book from the hold shelf. According to Gia Tolentino in The New Yorker, who was very brave and actually read the book, Ivanka makes two references in the book to her nannies, if you count the acknowledgments. Again, that's two references in a whole book 
to the people who are probably the reason she is able to architect her working mother life in the first place. She doesn't recognize that her nannies and other people who work in the household are probably also working women, if not working mothers, but... But they're not her kind of working woman. So when Ivanka calls for universal childcare or paid family leave at the end of her book, it seems pretty inauthentic and kind of thrown away. Besides, she has a full book of evidence that she thinks that these policies are for women like her. But there are plenty of working mothers, and they are disproportionately women of color who are working more than one job, and they still cannot afford adequate childcare, who can't afford to take time off when they give birth or when they or their children get sick. And during the Senate debate on the tax bill back in February, Ivanka and Marco Rubio brought paid family leave to the table. It would have um, pulled from Social Security benefits, potentially draining resources for, from retirement. But it also would have disproportionately benefited middle-class workers and not lower-class workers who aren't always guaranteed their position uh, will be, still be there when they return from leave. Additionally, it delays retirement for people who use these benefits, effectively punishing people for having children. You know, that is one way to fight for the working mother. Make sure she has to stay a working mother forever. And listen, I understand that people were upset about the comments on Sarah Huckabee Sanders' looks. I, too, get offended when people tell me that I have flawless eyeliner, but mostly I'm just surprised because my eyeliner usually looks like uh, a four-year-old did it. So I don't like Ivanka and Sarah and Kellyanne, and not because they're women, but because they, as women in positions of power, have let me down. They don't stand for all women, and they couldn't possibly. How could they when they are a part of this administration? Donald Trump has been accused of sexual assault more than 15 times. This administration aims to limit women's health care and health care in general. Um, this administration aims to restrict the rights of trans people, people of color, immigrants, Muslims, and poor people. That seems pretty anti-feminist to me. And Kellyanne is wrong. Attacking Sarah Huckabee Sanders isn't attacking all women. The Trump administration does that to women pretty well all on their own. Trump's attacks on women more broadly affect all women than some pretty innocuous jokes attacking senior government officials at nerd prom. I believe we should fight for all women. But this self-righteous and feigned offended victimization of Sarah Huckabee Sanders means nothing. So it just serves as a reminder to young girls everywhere. Women can do anything that men can do. Yes, they can even be garbage. Garbage, garbage, oh, we got garbage up in here. And now for our weekly segment, Sifting Through the Trash, in which I find something in my trash can more qualified to be president than Donald Trump. Woo! This week we have a popsicle stick. It's getting warm out there, and every day when I get home from work, it's Pops O'Clock! And now, for our other segment, Well, What the Fuck Am I Supposed to Do, Megan? Where I get past the ranting and answer that very question. So I actually don't have any sage advice or places to throw your money, because this is more of like a, it's harder to put your little finger on. So instead, here's an Audre Lord quote. I am not free while any woman is unfree, even when her shackles are very different from my own. Did you hear that, Ivanka Trump? It's not all about you and your architecting. 
Thank you for listening. Uh, Be sure to like this podcast and subscribe and rate and review if you're feeling it. Um, You can follow me on Twitter at Miargan, on Instagram at Maggie underscore McG. And, you know, just follow me. Don't do that. Um, I'm also interested in, like, having conversations with people, like interviewing people or doing some stuff like what Heather and I did. Um, If you're interested in doing that, call me, beat me, if you want to reach me. Um, I'm back on Facebook for now, so you can send me a Facebook message, slide into my Twitter DMs, or if you're listening and really want to talk to me, you probably have my phone number, so you can text me. Um, This may not have been an hour, but it was garbage. Listen to women, believe women, trust women, but maybe not Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Into the garbage, you fly boy!